if you listen to react, the only thing you're doing is just waiting for them to be done so that you can just counteract what they're saying. That's a horrible salesperson. And there's the people who listen and then they actually have to pause and say, wait, like they're literally saying like, Welcome back to Young Smart Money with me, your host, Apple Kreider. Today, we're sitting down with Jordan Nazario, the Chief Sales Officer of Digitalism, a company who we just interviewed the founder of, Christian Maldonado. We interviewed him uh, about a week and a half to two weeks ago. Today, we have Jordan on the show, um, and he is somebody who ended up dropping out of school kind of on a whim to work with Christian when he ended up meeting up with him coincidentally on a trip that he went on, had a one-way ticket, never ended up getting a return trip. He ended up just staying down there, building this company. Now, they're at a point where they're almost bringing in a million dollars a year. By the time this episode drops, they might already be there. But again, him, Christian, and the four other partners of this business are doing absolutely massive, massive things, and I wanted to bring Jordan onto the show in particular to talk about um, sort of his mindset and then sales because sales is something that he's been doing for a very long time. The student is naturally extremely talented when it comes to selling things. So I wanted to sort of pick his brain and figure out what it is that goes into his sales process and what it is that makes him so effective at being able to really sell ice to an Eskimo. So we got him on the show. He drops some amazing, amazing value when it comes to sales, when it comes to mindset, psychology, all of that good stuff. So you guys are going to want to stay tuned. Um, so wherever you're at right now, we're going to hop right into interview. So sit back, relax, plug in, and enjoy this episode of Young Smart Money with Jordan Nazario. Welcome to Young Smart Money. How are you doing today? What's up? What's up, Apple? How are you, man? I'm doing excellent. Excited. Um, like I mentioned before, it's so hard for me to get five minutes a day. It's a problem. <laughs> I'll put 10 minutes in there, but for you, my man, you got my whole day, man. What's up? I appreciate that. I appreciate that a ton, man. So, so our listeners got to hear a little bit about you in the intro, but for those of them that aren't familiar with Jordan Nazario and what you're currently working on right now, give us like a 60 to 90 second intro as to what you're currently doing. Basically a little bit about myself. Well, what I'm currently doing is, you know, I'm, I'm partnered up with five individuals. Um, together we make six, but we're running one of the, you know, fastest growing digital marketing agencies in Florida. It's honestly really cool how... We came together, you know, in a matter of under a year, we're so close to hitting that goal, you know, that million dollar mark. And from there, it's just exciting to see what it's going to take to get to the next level, right? We're currently now working to branding a few events. We work with some big uh, businesses, companies, corps, uh, personal brands. We've helped over a thousand individuals as well, um, build e-commerce businesses, social media marketing agencies, digital marketing agencies, consulting businesses. So that's exciting. And overall, man, the, the goal is just to be next level. Mm. I love it, man. And, and we just had your business partner, uh, Christian, on the show about a week ago, um, and he dropped some massive value. So I'm super stoked to talk with you. He said you were the man. Um, so I'm stoked for this conversation. But I like to start all these conversations off uh, flashing back in time, talking about like your middle school and high school years, because we've got a lot of younger listeners on the show. Um, so I want to hear, what was that like for you? Were you somebody that was really into to entrepreneurship already? Were you into school? Were you into music, sports? Like, what did that look like for you? Middle school is so confusing. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. I didn't have to go back and like delete some pictures. So when I was in middle school, like I was in, I was in like a 30 different phases just growing up. Because like, <laughs> I didn't have like a direct plan of someone telling me like, this is how it's going to be. Right. So mm -hmm. like, me, I mean, there was a time I was into skateboarding, snowboarding, sports, uh, musical theater, drama. I mean, everything, karate, back to sports, you know, this, this, that. Wow. And, but what really kind of like 
never left my side was business. I mean, you were to mm. talk to my mom, she could talk to you for hours. She would tell you how since I was like seven, six, six, five, five, six, seven, eight, ten years old, I would find a way to sell anything. So <laughs> if it was a sunny day, I have a hat to sell, right? If it was a cold day, I'd have a jacket to sell. If it was Halloween, I'd have candy to sell for um I would go door to door on Halloween when I first moved into my new house. Um, I think I was like 15 years old and I literally went and sold door to door candy because I, the way I pitched it without even knowing that I was selling, I was just like, well, Mrs. You know, I'm new to the neighborhood here and the least that I can do is help you out. So I understand it's Halloween today. Do you really want to take the time away from your family to go to the store? That's going to be 15 minutes. Plus you got to win online. Plus people are last minute shopping. Plus the taxes, plus this, plus that one. I can get you all the candy you want in this box for this price. And I'm like, you know, 14, 15 years old doing this. And I come home with a lot of cash and my mom is just like confused. Like, you're good at what you do. I just don't know what you do yet. She's like, I don't know what to put you in. Should I put you back in soccer? Should I put you back in this, this, that? She's like confused, right? So growing up, I was in absolutely everything, but I just found a way to monetize every little thing I did. What what was like the draw to you to business? Was it just like finding ways to make money? Was it like what what was what was the fascination there? It's exciting, man. It's honestly like the thrill, the hype. My mom always says that it's in my blood because my mom was an entrepreneur growing up. She um when she had my siblings, like she used to like find a way to always make money when it was like renting like a cart with um just a cart space and then she would make her own shampoo, she'd sell fruit, she'd buy and sell, resell. And then my dad was an entrepreneur as well. So my biological father was, um, he had like a thrift shop and then he had like a buy and resell business as well. He had his own 99 cent store. He had like a shop. So he had a lot of businesses. Wow. And ran her own businesses growing up too. So I feel like it's in me as well, to be honest. Like it's just in me. But for me, like before I even knew what business was, I just did it. Like I literally would be like six or seven years old and I would tell my mom, let's go to KB Toys or like Toys R Us so I can buy those little mini like toy ATMs. So I love having an ATM growing up, bro. Like for me, pennies or dollars like you know, i would look at the my mom would give me a dollar for something my mom can I get some candy or whatever she gave me a dollar and i would always look at the dollar and be like okay cool is this real awesome but it, and i wouldn't even buy the candy and be like thank you mom appreciate your support and i put it into my little atm right <laughs> it was just fun for me and i i love i love knowing that i can generate money from nothing i've been able to do that i've been able to just like have a conversation a way of selling some psychology people say like i'm very good at it um like i said man you can I actually heard this once. I can't remember who it was. It was it was about a year ago, and I was on the phone with someone, and they were like, "Here's the thing about you. It's like your life could end up two different ways, right?" They were like, "You can either be you're either gonna become so wealthy, very powerful, and very successful from from the way that you sell, or you might end up in jail." And I was so confused because I was like, "Well, what does that mean?" He's like, "Basically, you can sell ice cream, school, right? But if you..." If you sell to the wrong people something that potentially could not benefit them, mm. it could come bite you in the ass one day, right? So if you're good at what you do and you change the world, also you'll be a multimillionaire by, by the time you hit 30 years old. Or you'll end up in jail like Jordan Belfort did. Because you'll get the power in your head. You'll start to get addicted to, I'm good at what I do. I'm actually really good at what I do. You know, it can get me in a lot of trouble. In terms of the way I talk, I can convince people to do a lot of psychological persuasion, persuasion. So he was like, just follow the path. Don't do anything wrong if you do what you're doing. But don't don't get too greedy and don't think about too much about money. Think about how you can change the world because already doing that is what makes you give, 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 you know? Hmm. So what's what's like your vision? Like what are you working towards? What's that path leading you to that you're following right now? Honestly, for me, I just want to be known, man. Like I, I have this thing. Okay, so a year ago, 
not like literally 12 months ago, I dropped out of college, right? I dropped out of school and I was an absolute, I was nobody, bro. Like nobody, my school knew me. I was like, I was in a fraternity and my friends were there, but like, I wasn't known like by anybody else. My Instagram yeah. had a thousand followers. I didn't care about it. I didn't post any pictures. I just had my fun. I was in school. I was, you know, having fun in class. Like, I didn't care. Right. Um, then I started realizing what would happen, like what started happening when I put my entrepreneurial abilities from when I was younger in sales and stuff like that, started build, I built stuff from nothing. Like I built businesses and ideas from the ground up so many times and so many have failed and so many have been done wrong, right? But they, they started, that's the thing about me, I start something. So for me specifically, just the ability of like what I've been able to do in just a short amount of time has gotten a lot of like notoriety, right? So entrepreneur, you know, Yahoo Finance, NASDAQ, Influencer, all these come, all these on publications are now like, kind of like grasping like, who am I? Who is George Zaire and why is he disrupting the entire industry? So from there, um, it's grabbing more attention. Hopefully by the end of the year, I can make it to Forbes. And for me, it's just that knowing that I can be on those publications, right? Because I'm, I'm a Latino, so I'm a, I'm a Hispanic. I wasn't born here, I was born in Peru. The fact that I can drop out not be from here, not be obviously in favor of America's rules, but still be able to become successful. Yeah, absolutely. So, so fill us in a little bit on, on what kind of came between your like hustling, like candy door to door and then like where you're at now. So like that, that progression throughout high school, getting to college, what did that whole process look like for you? I did it for fun. Like I said, I, I did it for fun when I was in, um, middle school to high school was just fun for me. It was just like making money. I was like, wow, this is like, I don't need a job. Like I never was a fan of getting a job, but my parents always told me to get a job because it's a safe route. Yeah. Safe thing to do. You don't want to risk anything. Trust us because obviously my parents, like they're both Latino as well. And they're not favored in society back then. Right. It was more of my mom worked a job for her whole life, you know, being a housekeeper and working part-time jobs. And my stepdad was an electrical engineer. So it was just like a ton of work for them. I barely got to spend time with them. My mom tried her best. So for me, I was just like, you know, how do I occupy my time? Like, I just, all right, cool. I'll stay out. I literally would get detention just so I can sell stuff, bro. Like, I would be in detention for an hour and a half. What's the number one thing that people complain about when they're after school and lunch is at 12 p.m. is the last time for lunch? You're hungry, right? You want candy. You want something to eat. So I'm going to have to with my little sliced apples, with my M&Ms, my Skittles. I just make money. Like, I had fun doing it. Um, I just have that ability to think outside the box and find out how can I monetize this? Mm. You know what I mean? So it's just that idea. Then I came to college and then, man, when I came to school, I was going for a finance degree because I wanted to work on Wall Street as an investment banker. Okay. I had a connection to one of the, the vice presidents of English Capital um, because he, long story short, he did an interview on me when I was in like middle school and straight, eight, straight A's and I was just like standing out from my class. Wow. I had that interview. It was a mock interview. He like he gave me his business card, and I contacted him like eight years later. And I was okay. Like I'm going to school, I'm going to college. What do you recommend? What I study? He told me I got to school. I just started studying. I, I didn't bother doing any business for the first semester. I pledged a fraternity, but that took a lot of my time. And from there, you know, it was just work, school, school, and work, school, work, school, work, pledging, take my time studying, and then from there, I just felt like, wait a minute, like. I don't know, right out of the blue one day, I just went on my Facebook, saw a friend of mine that I went to um, elementary with before I moved, and I just contacted him and said, hey, bro, like, it's been so long, but you and I used to have a business together. Because our business together, when we were literally like in second and third grade, we would sell candy, we would sell water bottles in between lunch, and like it was, I, I'm always the type of person that if I don't have the money, so I kind of laugh at people when they're like, 
oh, I don't have money to start a business. And, and the reason I looked at them and it's like, you, like, it's an excuse to not become what you want to become, right? I've never in my life when I had a business running, never started out with my own money. People fund me all the time. Mm. People fund me. Like, like, I had a friend who knows, who knew that I'm just good at giving people what they want and having money come in return, right? So when that happened, he was like, bro, I'll give you 200 bucks. You should go buy these things. And I ended up selling them in high school. And like, it just, it just comes down to that. People make excuses all the time. So for me, like I went to school, did my thing, started a business again. I started a social media marketing agency, went to complete shit, like very bad. <laughs> I had to redo it, man. What went wrong? To be honest, I was in school. I was having fun. I had no urgency. I had no hmm. goal, I had no vision. It was just like, all to be honest, bro, I kind of lost that drive that I had from middle school and high school because now what became fun became reality. I have like student loans, I have all these things. So I'm thinking yeah. myself, I guess credibility. I was like, all right, cool. I saw a little social media marketing agency. I got my LLC, my business partner, awesome. We have no clients, no money, no nothing. But, right, I did this dumb thing, you know. I, I, made, I changed my bio to entrepreneur as everybody wants to do nowadays. Mm. So I'm thinking to myself, like, that's so cool. Like, I'm the shit. Like, I'm, in, I'm a freshman in college. I have entrepreneur in my bio. Like, oh my God, look at me. But I had no clients, no money. Mm. That's huge, man. And so many people are like, yeah, I'm an entrepreneur, but like, what are you doing? Like, are you making money? Like, what's your business? Like, so many people just use the word, but they're like, not, they're not doing anything. Exactly, man. They're, I just see that too much nowadays, bro. It's just, just, a waste, just a waste of time seeing that stuff. 100%. So you mentioned earlier that you're really good at thinking outside the box. Um, what would you tell a, a younger listener or somebody who, who wants to start developing that skill of being able to like see things that other people don't see or start putting together these dots that other people don't see the connections between like, how, how did you start developing that? Was it just natural for you? Like, how do you think like a 16, 17, 18 year old could start thinking a little bit outside the box? To be honest, to start thinking outside the box is to start seeing what's in front of you. Just see what's in front of you, man. Like for me, like anywhere I go, bro, I can make, I can make money anywhere. I'm like that positive that anywhere on a human planet that I can go, I will make money. I will never like starve. I will never leave my family in that position. Mm -hmm. I'll never leave my friends and family in that position. It's, it's like simple, you know, like think, just think about this, right? Go walk somewhere and it's, it's completely cold. Like it's completely cold. And you have a, just next time you go around that area, bring some jackets, bring some scarves, bring some gloves, right? If you're outside Ikea, right? For example, boom, you know, Ikea's prices are a certain amount. Do your research, go on Google, Ikea charges $80 an hour. Cool. Wait outside, get a group of your friends, all wear the same shirt that says like, you know, that says um, Jordan's, Jordan's movers or whatever it is, right? Mm -hmm. Get there and just wait outside and say, hey, listen now. Ikea charge 80, we charge $50 an hour and, we, and we're, we're younger, so we're willing to work more. There's your money. I mean, there's just so many ways. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. tutoring, another way of making money. Apps, another way of making money. Someone has a problem, solve it and then compensate your time, another way of making money. So people just have too many excuses of, of doing that stuff. And like, I'm just, you know what I mean? Like, just, just look at what's right in front of you. Someone mm -hmm. needs a pencil. Literally, there are super lazy people out there. Like I've made money from the dumbest things on the planet, but it's because I'm good at it. So like someone literally, like someone wants to, um, boom, an, an exam, an exam, like a final exam for high school, a final exam for college. You just have to think outside the box in terms of what is the end result for them. Their end result is I need to finish this exam, right? It doesn't even matter if they have to get an A. They just need to actually do something because they don't do the exam. They have a zero. Mm -hmm. I need to finish an exam. So come the day of the exam with like, a box of pencils, 
if it's Scantron. Because a lot of people lose their pencils or they lose their pens. Come on in there. Five people are at least going to be like, oh, crap, I forgot my thing. Here you go, bro. But it's going to be a dollar because <laughs> it my time to get this and I knew this something you needed. So what do you want to do? Do you want, you know what I mean? It's just supply and demand. It's just like in demand, it's high demand. Cool, here's a dollar. You can make 10 bucks that day. You can go class to class, do 10 classes, you made $100 a day. Do that for all the finals a week, 100 times five, you made 500 bucks. You know what I mean? 100%. And like just seeing what the problems are that are around you. Like what are the problems that you have on an everyday basis? Like other people are going to have those same problems. And just like where, where value is created, that's where the income flows. So if you are creating value for people, that's where the money is. And so many people get wrapped up in the idea of like, I'm going to start a business so that I can make money, but they're not looking at like the problem that they're solving or like the value they're providing to people. And I think that's really big. Exactly, man. 100%. Just, uh, just, be, just be the problem solver. Like, like I said, to think outside the box, you just have to see what's in front of you and be creative about it. For sure. So throughout this process of you basically like doing all these different hustles, going to college, ending up dropping out, did you have any like mentor figures? I know you said your dad was somebody who was kind of an entrepreneur, but did you have any like people who you were looking up to in any, in any certain space or that were kind of mentoring you? Yes. Okay. That's a very important question. I get asked that so many times because people are always like, did someone teach you? Did yeah. someone honestly like, like you can't just become this and that for the first like no, for the first 18 years of my life, it was just me, honestly. Wow. It was just watching things. It was just being attentive to things. It was just seeing like, you know, my mom used to take me to the flea market, not to buy, but just to see how it is. She was like, look how they make their money, right? Look how they make their money. And then look at the other side of the world where they're just begging on the streets for money. Hmm. You know what I mean? um, so my mom, I guess, could be my first mentor. She just gave me a lot of insight, a lot of advice, a lot of value in terms of how not to do things, then I just use my head and say, well, then if I can't do it this way, then I got to do it this way or this way, this way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, that's my creativity spark. But yes, I've had a mentor. I had uh, one of my clients when I was in second semester freshman in college and I went back to, um, no, end of the second semester. I went back home uh, for the summer. I had a client for uh, health services. It was, uh, it was Alliance Services or something like that. And they were in Garden City, New York, and they were my first ever client, right? We were going to get a $5,000 deal on a monthly basis. And the guy was my mentor. He, it was actually two. It was him, and then his mentor was my mentor. So wow. one of them was, he was like 86, and the other guy was like 50-something. Wow. He just mentored me. Like, they talked straight up business. Like, you'll get sued if you do this. You'll get sued if you do that. You need payroll. You need insurance. You, need, you can't, you know, hire an intern and not pay them. Like, there were just so many things that I was learning at once, um, you know, what's the role of a president, a CEO, a CFO, a CTO, all these things were. And I'm like 18 years old. So I started, I spent a whole summer with them and I started realizing the lingo and I was like, okay, I understand what it is like now. Then from there, I had another mentor, but that was kind of like a mentor that I paid for consulting. Hmm. So I learned from them for a few hours and just kind of got to see what it's like um, on like a more now technical basis here. Like, okay, this is how business really done online. And then my other, my cousin was one of my mentors. My cousin, He's a self-made millionaire, so wow. he, he would just mentor me in a way of like, not telling me what to do, it's just more of, this is what life is, this is reality, so you like it or you don't like it, right? And he would put me to times where like, I would just have to learn, like it, it was just like, you know, I would come visit his shop, he has, he has a few shops in the city in Queens, and I would just come visit his shop and just sit with him, and sometimes he'd be like, oh, here's like 20 bucks, go get me food, or go get us food, right? Or I would come in my suit and I would wait for him on a chair and he'd be like, oh, I need you to fix these phones. I need you to fix this screen crack, do this, do that. And I would spend all day in a suit and like I'm in a corner like fixing a phone. Like I'm like, this is not what I want to do. But the whole point was like, he's like, life isn't about what you want. 
do. It's about what's going to make you money. Because at the end of that, he did pay me, right? Mm-hmm. But he probably hated it. He didn't like it. But you made money. So guess what? You take that money and now you put it into what you love. Now go build a business that you like. Hmm. Do you think that's important to have to have mentors in your life for like a young person who's just trying to get started? Do you think that's a, a crucial step? A uh, thousand and ten percent, a billion percent. I mean, I could go on having them. It, it's it's as simple. Not even thinking about a mentor. It's just thinking about like just don't waste time. Like it's like a why have a teacher, right? Like you can go to school, you can go to college, right? It's the same thing as going to college but having no professors. It's like just show up and be a, do freebie, right? Like go, I dare you know. One day go open up a university, have no professors there, and just say, "Hey guys." All free for all. You have to decide when to show up. What time do you guys leave? Is there homework assignments? Is there tests? You know what I mean? With a mentor, you're literally learning. Like, here's what you got to do. Here's how you don't fail. Here's what I did. Here's what you're doing. Here's how you can fix it. Here's a new plan. Go, go. Like they're telling you to take action on what they did wrong, so that you don't have to do that same mistake. It's just cutting the learning curve by a thousand percent. To be honest. Absolutely. Absolutely. Totally agree with you, man. Now I want to dive a little bit deeper into the sales side of things because I know you're doing a fair bit of sales with Digitalism, the, the agency that you're working with right now. Um, so talk to a younger listener now. I get a lot of people, young people approaching me telling me like, I just got out of high school, just got out of college and I got a sales job and I have no experience with sales. I have no idea what to do. Um, so what would you tell that person that's kind of just like hopping into the sales industry for the first time and doesn't really know um, how, to, how to be an effective salesperson? Bro, the number one key is to listen, bro. There's two things that people do that's a huge mistake, right? It's they listen to react. That's the worst thing that you can do is to listen to react. Hmm. And then there's a people who are good at what they do, which is listen to actually listen. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So if you listen to react, the only thing you're doing is just waiting for them to be done so that you can just counteract what they're saying. That's a horrible salesperson. And there's the people who listen and then they actually have to pause and say, wait, like they're literally saying, like, I've I've been in moments where someone talks to me, I'm just like, and they're like, Jordan, I'm like, wait, give me a second. Okay, okay. So because I I'm listening to them and I'm trying to think of what I can do to help them out. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's that's huge. And I see, like, even in the podcasting space, there's so many people that are just like they just like wait to ask their next question and they're not actually listening to like what the person is actually saying to them. So I think that's really important to like be listening to actually listen, like listen to to find a way that you can actually help them out. Because like with sales. At a, at a basic level, what you're trying to do is like, do I have a solution to this person's problem? Um, and if so, like, how can I give them that solution? So that's, that's super, super important. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, like I said, man, you gotta listen and listen, not listen to react. And another advice that I could give, just ask questions, hmm. right? It's just, it goes back with fundamentals of what we do as human beings. If you really think about it, like, why does a, a kid, like a toddler, always get his way with his parents, right? Like if the mom says, you, you can't have candy for breakfast, then the kids, as kids, they don't understand, but the kids are freaking amazing salespeople, bro. They are. They always get the way. Like, think about it. Why does a kid get to say why a thousand times? And the mom's like, because I said no. They're like, why? 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 Right? Maybe why doesn't work. So guess what the next thing is? They start crying, right? That's still sales because now they're doing another different form of communication with their parents it's like okay this doesn't work let me try this boom right crying 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 the mom's like nope not gonna give it to you what's the next thing kicking their feet in the air okay cool now they're getting annoyed now the mom is like oh my god okay but they're still saying no candy for breakfast what's the fourth thing not listening running around in circles and she's just getting tired of it she's like all right here you go you see what i'm saying Mm. so it's the same exact thing it's just it's just like for them, it's like asking questions. Like it's like being creative. And I always say this thing outside the box, but look right in front of you. That's doing it. 
you know? So mm. there's so many ways to win a sale. It's just, it's just honestly, just think, just think, 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 but don't overthink yourself. It's right in front of you. All the answers are right in front of you. No matter if it's a million dollar sale or a $10,000 sale, a hundred dollar sale, it's all in front of you. Um, and just like kids, man, we should kind of go back to those roots and those fundamentals of ask questions. Like if someone says, I'm not interested, ask why, and then they'll tell you why and then say, okay, well I can fix that. Cool. There's your sale. You know what I mean? hundred percent. Have there been any examples of sales or like sales situations that you've been in that like looking back, you handled them like not in the best way possible. Like do you have any examples of times that you kind of like dropped the ball? A hundred percent, man. I, I'm a human being. So yeah. like, I've had moments where I'm just like frustrated. I'm just like, don't waste my time. You know, mm. there's, there's some people that will literally talk to you just to waste your time. I've had trolls. I've had people like put fake numbers. I've had people block me. I've had people call me a million times. I've had people bullshit me, but that's just life, bro. It's the same thing as like anything in life. It's the same thing. It's just like, you're, you're going to get those. You're, you're going to get those regardless. It's how you know you're doing good. People just want to, know what you're doing you know what i mean hmm. but i've had moments where like i get frustrated like i said you have to listen to listen i would listen sometimes just to react because i'm like just be done with it already i'm like oh my god you continue forever like oh yeah yes 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 cool 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 and then i'm just like okay like i'll be done like you know what i mean i'm, I'm just frustrated because i know they're wasting my time but i kind of have that little maybe one percent chance in me that little hope that maybe they're not hmm so, so besides like li listening to listen, like what are some of the, the key differentiators that you see between people who have real success in sales and people who kind of like struggle to keep their head afloat? The ones, the ones who have the best success, honestly, are just consistent. Like for me, it's just being consistent. Like I literally will follow up with someone every other day for like the next year. Wow. Even if it's for like a $10 sale. It's because it's like, it's my routine. It's like, I'm not thinking about the money. I'm not thinking about the money. It's just like, if someone literally tells me, okay, I want to do this, but completely honest with you, Jordan, uh, I, I just can't. I can't right now. I'm financially not there yet. So I shoot him a text every day. I'm like, how are you? How are you feeling? Happy Thursday. Happy Saturday. And they're like, okay, how are your parents? By the end of the year, when they couldn't do a $10 sale, they couldn't afford a $10 sale, and now they can afford a $10,000 deal the first person i think of is holy fuck i'm like family with this guy this guy has really messed with me almost every day like i i'm that i'm on that level with people and it just comes down to just being consistent to be honest do you ever get like negative reactions to that like i would assume like if you're if you're hitting people up super consistently like some people are going to be like stop oh yeah well i mean it takes a lot for someone to say that like like i said keep in mind what i'm telling you i'm not nagging them or begging yeah. them for their money. I'm just saying, how are you? How you been? Who, who doesn't want that? You know what I mean? You got to think about it on the other side. People who fail in sales are the ones who just want your money and they'll say some stuff like, hey, are you ready to pay? Hey, where are we with that payment? Like, I would block your number if you that's mm. But if you're texting me every other weekend, bro, it's been two weeks. I'm just checking up. Weather's amazing. Hope it's good over there. Shoot me a call if you ever want to talk. If you ever need me, let me know. Well, obviously like that's not a sale that's just checking up on somebody and they're going to want to hear more from you but guess what happens when the moment you stop texting them or calling them now they're going to be like well fuck the only way to talk to him is to pay him <laughs> so it's all psychology man it's all psychology but you got to do it the right way interesting interesting so what are some of the key i mean you mentioned psychology a couple times but like what are some of the the key like psychological like frameworks or just like like 
things that you think about when you're, when you're interacting with people in a business setting? Like what are some of the key things you think would be important for a younger listener to really understand when it comes to how people think? Stopping selfish, just stopping selfish. Like people just got to get out of this, uh, this ego that they have, man. Like this ego that they're the best or this or that, their solutions are freaking messiah to things and it's secure to everything when it's honestly not like sometimes if i want to phone with somebody you i've been sold before like i would be on the phone with someone trying to get them my product and they're like well have you tried this and i'm like give me more details and if it's better i'm gonna be like honestly don't even buy mine do yours like that's much <laughs> better right and that itself just the honesty because they're not you remember the people that you're talking to are not dumb people they're smart people oh yeah you know what i mean so if they know that you're feeding them a bullshit product, they're going to be like, well, this guy just wanted my money. He wants my money. He's bullshitting me. Like, this is not good for me. Yeah. But if you, I've, I've been on the phone with people who literally know that my, they have another product that's maybe a little bit better, not necessarily the value, but maybe pricing wise. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, look, you're in a position where you only have 500 bucks. Don't even, don't even like, don't spend it a hundred dollars. Cause my stuff is very expensive. So I'm like, just, I rather you spend a hundred dollars on that. Try it out. Have $400 for a rainy day. Yeah. And their mindset is like, wow, this guy gives a fuck about me. Fuck it, I don't want him. I want to work with you, Jordan, just because he's so <laughs> You know what I mean? So it's just coming down to don't be selfish. Don't be selfish, man. Any situation you're in, if someone's hungry, just offer food. They mm. might say no, but you still offered it. So when next time, if you have, for example, like you're, it's why so many of the successful companies offer free samples, free tastings, free wine tastings, all these things, because you're just giving, you're not asking for anything. Mm. They'll do it themselves, you know what I mean? They will they'll do their own things if that makes sense like i i remember with um what was it exactly like for me one of the key things from what i do is that i just give i just give like if i have an hour call with you like if i'm doing a, a consulting call with somebody it's like an hour and before we know it it's been, it's been like two hours on it and then on top of that i send them a recording of it and on top of that i send them a text saying pleasure speaking with you and then on top of that you know i'll send them like a nice little emoji of like smiley face and then on top of that there's anything else i can do for you now, they're just like, oh my God, like, I don't receive this from anybody else. Can we get on another call? I don't care how much it is. You know what I mean? I'm like, yes, here's my link. <laughs> so, um, as you can see, you know, like, it's just don't be selfish. Push the ego off and just do it for the people. Hmm. How, was it ever a struggle for you, like, struggling with, with being selfish or thinking about the money? Because I know a lot of, a lot of young people out there um, that I talk to in particular, like, I want to, I want to make money today. Like, I want, a thousand dollars in my bank account yesterday. Like I, I need this now. So how, how would you advise somebody who's sort of in that mindset, that scarcity mindset of like, I need to make money today to, to think about that, not being selfish. Well, here's the thing, right? Why do they need to make money? Why? You got to sit down, man. You got to sit down with yourself and ask these questions. Like people don't have their, their vision or their, their mindset and alignment. It's just like all over the place. Why? Because you saw someone on Instagram flashing a Lamborghini at 21 years old. So you want it now? You want to make a grand day? Mm-hmm. And you're going to spend your last $1,000 on your credit line and go up for the course? It's bullshit. It's bullshit, bro. You got to just sit down and look at things the way they are. You got to sit down and say, do I want $5,000 for me? Or is it so I can flex? Or is it so I can feel good about myself? Right? I'm in this for the long term, bro. So like, I'm in it for whatever money that I make. I'm paying off my loans, my bills, what I have, and then whatever I have left, it's going to investing in myself. So. I don't need it. Like you really don't need money. You just need it to survive. Right? But you're, remember, it's all about survival of the fittest. So in reality, you just need yourself. So talk to us now. I'm, I'm super curious how you linked up with Christian and the rest of the team that you're working with now at Digitalism. Um, talk to us about that, that process and how you, how you ended up linking up. 
Okay, so I think it was like in March or May or in the beginning of the year, Christian had contacted me through Instagram. Um, and he was like, hey, you know, I'm Shin. So this, this and that, let's get on a phone call. And like at that time, you know, I'm just doing my own thing, bro. Like I'm st- I was still in school mm-hmm. and I was back home for some sort of break, but I'm still running a business on my own and I'm closing deals left and right and I'm doing what I got to do. And he was like, let's get on a phone call. And like for me, keep in mind, I hate taking phone calls that don't make me money, right? Because some people will literally be on a phone with you for no apparent, like imagine getting a phone call from someone who's like, hey, what's up? And I'm like, what's up? Like nothing much is sharing. How about you? And I'm like, is this going to go anywhere? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like this conversation with you and me is just valuable. It's, it's going to change a lot of lives. Yeah. But there's people who will waste your time and just say, I'm bored. What are you doing? And I'm like, go get a fucking job. Like go do something with your life, bro. Like, <laughs> Like, it's not even about me making the money. It's that the people that I make money with make money back. Like, if I'm collecting $1,000 from you, I'm going to show you how to get more clients. You're going to come back to me one month because you already made five and each one paid you two grand. Now you made 10 grand. So now you're going to use that another two grand to make more. You know what I'm saying? It's like, Mm -hmm. I'm more about like efficiency and productivity than being busy. So I didn't know shit at all whatsoever. And we got on the phone and I was just like, what's up, bro? I got a few minutes. Talk to me. I can't go over them. Like, I was just straight up with him. And he was like, oh, okay, cool. He talked to me, gave me an idea for something, and I, like, turned it down because at the time, I, I didn't need it, right? I wasn't really dealing too much with, like, outsourcing my stuff. I could do it myself even though it wasn't the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we stopped talking. Seven, eight months, six, seven, eight months later, um, I come down to Tampa from, for, to visit a friend of mine named Kendall that we kind of competed on social media for who had a better marketing agency. <laughs> so it was kind of competitive. Um, and we finally met. We finally met, and then he introduced me to Christian, and then, it was just crazy because like from there, you know, from the ground up, like absolutely nothing. He already had a company before that 1.0 and then he decided to rebuild it from the ground up and do digitalism 2.0. So he was the accountant and everything was him. The original three were him, me and Kendall. And we just got together. We worked from an office. I was literally living on Kendall's couch, no chin's couch. And then like Kendall's dorm room couch um, for 30 days. There was a goal, which was like, you're going to hit this certain goal. Then we're going to get the house together. And with no ads, with no infrastructure, with no actual, like, anything, just my phone and his phone, we did, you know, well over five figures in 30 days. And because of that, we did well over what we would expect to hit, and we got a house together. And then from there, you know, we started bringing on more team members. But that was it. You know, since then, he's became, like, he's become, like, my brother and, like, a mentor for me. He's just so smart. So I just kind of follow in his footsteps, and I'm hoping to become like him one day not you know better or at the same level but he's impacted my life in so many ways so um that's kind of how i met him it's just kind of a coincidence how in the beginning like i didn't really care to what he said to me because i wasn't i wasn't outsourcing i didn't do outsourcing i just like doing things in house and then now like you know live together we do everything together with the team um so it's an awesome experience yeah so what got you to like change course from where you at to to when you came down met kendall and then got introduced to chin for a second time like what Um, what was the change, the changing factor? I'm just like me, you know, anytime I travel, I like to take one way tickets because I don't know if I'm going to come back. <laughs> I, I mean, I used to go to Canada a lot. I used to go, I went to lay once I went to Miami. I went to so many places. Even I used to travel all the time and I spent my money so bad. Like I financially was not smart back then because I was making money at a young age. Mm. And I remember looking at my, my expenses for the summer and I had spent $21,000 at the wow. age of 21 with 
absolutely no idea where my money went. I literally thought to myself, like, where did all this money go? I told my mom, she freaked out. And she's like, this is so bad. Like, you can't, the fact that for all of summer you spent that much money, you have no idea where, not even a grand went to. Like, I couldn't map it down. I have to go back to all my transactions. And I'm like, wait, I didn't spend that. Well, yes, I did. Wait, yes, I did. Oh my God, I did do that. Wait, what? I didn't know this was that much. I was just blindsided by the idea of spending. I thought it was fun. Um, and then from there, what's crazy is I took it one way. Like, I love taking one way because I honestly don't know where my life is going to head. Right? Well, now I'm obviously going to take some rounds. Yeah. back here. <laughs> but it, that's what it was. It was fun, bro. Like, I took it one way on Halloween and it kind of all started from there. Wow. So you like got there, you met up with them and then like, was it the vision? Was it like, like the business model? Like what was it that, that made you? We didn't even stay? know what the vision was, bro. Like, I didn't even know what the vision was to be honest at all. All I, all I was told was trust me. That's it. Like I was like, you can you trust me? And I was like, yeah. And I'm telling you like, why would I trust right in my head? I'm like, yeah. I'm, I might be dumb because I'm told to trust somebody and I'm living on the couch, I'm living on another couch, I'm going back and forth, I'm doing this, I'm losing, I'm running out of money running out of ideas. My mom's back home and like, she's not in a good position. My stepdad's in the hospital. I'm like, what am I doing in my life? Like, yeah, I'm literally now I'm told like, let's, let's build a business from the ground up. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh my God. And then on top of that, I had to also kind of like add another um, business associate for my old business that I left back in New York. And I was thinking to myself, like, what do I do now? Like, I'm even more scared because I can't just leave someone like that. So now I'm like responsible and I trusted the vision. We worked our asses off and we hit our goals and goal one was to get a house, goal two was to make a certain amount of money, goal three was to bring in employees, you know, four more partners, more, just so many things. And our team grew and now our team is a happy six, happy six of us. We're doing extremely well for our age. We're all college dropouts except Christian and, you know, we're close. By the end of the year, we should be hitting a million dollars. Wild, man. That's, that's super cool. And your story is extremely, extremely inspiring. Um, for all of our listeners, definitely, definitely would recommend um, digging deeper. But before we head out, I've got some questions that I'd like to ask all of my guests before we wrap up the show. Jordan, you feeling ready for them? 100%. All right, let's do it. The first thing I'm curious about is what is something that, that genuinely has you excited right now? Um, could be in your business, in your life, but like what's got you fired up? Man, I'm gonna have to make you sign an NDA first. <laughs> but um, what I have exciting right now is just too many things, bro. Like, I wish I could tell everybody what we have going, what we have cooking up. But the excitement is this, right? This conversation will be completely different by the next one. Mm. It will be very different. All of my business partners will probably get on a podcast with you, and it'll be a very different conversation, which you will probably be asking us, how did you guys hit? million in under a year how did you guys do this in under a year? how did you guys do this like it'll be questions where you now need answers to and you know what i mean mm-hmm. so uh but what really has it's just changing though like it's just changed my involvement into a better person into a bit human into a better you know friend family brother whatever it is like i need to be better I, it's exciting every day to wake up and know i can be 10 percent better than what i was that's the excitement bro oh. being uncomfortable is it's like to be uncomfortable is is literally like my like my, uh, I don't know how to explain it. It's like my magnet to me. It's like yeah. I need to be comfortable or else I don't perform well, to be honest. Hmm. That's awesome, man. I love it. I love it. Jordan, do you have any habits that have served you particularly well? These could be in your business, your lifestyle, just things you do on a regular basis to help you get to that next level. For me, habits is a confusing thing for me. I've been very bad at that. I've had bad habits, I've had good habits, but what I do every single day it's just listen to myself. Mm. It's just me, bro. Like, like I have thoughts, I have a lot of visions and ideas and goals, 
that sometimes I, I think they're so crazy. I'm like, can I really do this by the age of 23? If not, I'll try 24, 25, whatever. Can I really hit this amount of numbers? Can I really do this? Can I really move into this? Can I really drive this? Can I really do that? But it's already in my head. I already thought about it. So fuck yeah, I'm going to go for it. So my habit is to just sit down five or 10 minutes in the morning, if you can, first thing, and just hear yourself out. What is your thought saying? Is it saying, by the end of the day, you're going to have you know $10,000 in the account, and you're going to go eat pizza, and then you're going to go outside and go for a jog. That's what you're thinking. Go do it. Because your mm-hmm. mind is very powerful. Your mind knows what's best for you, so go listen to it. That's the truth. That's the truth. Do you have, I know you're putting out a fair bit of content on social media right now. Is there any content that you are consuming, whether that's books, audiobooks, podcasts, YouTube channels, um, anything in particular? Yeah, it's real life. <laughs> real life, bro. I don't, I, I used to read all the time. And when I read all the time, I was making zero dollars. Hmm. Now I just do life. That's my book. It's real. Business and life is so different from books, bro. It's, it's the actual scary like you know this uh, now i think in abundance but before with books i'm like oh my god i'm running out of time with this and that now i'm just like now i have like real life uncomfortability where i'm like if i don't get this done like this is you know what i mean so i kind of have that real life urgency to learn and be better that's my that's my constant every day it's free too i get to live it every single day with books you have to kind of find a time to sit aside for yourself and read and and you got to pay for the books and the shipping i mean if i want to learn about i don't know poverty i'll go i'll go where there's homeless people right if i want to learn about giving i'll go where charity is if i want to learn about business i'll go where a bank is you know what i mean so like mm. just thinking like that see how i think outside the box but it's right in front of me it's just yeah. doing, do real life bro i love it man i love it doing real life <laughs> right. jordan is there anything you do in your business that that ha- that doesn't really scale? So when I'm talking about this, what I'm talking about is every single day, quick example, I'll pull out my phone and I'll shoot like five to 10 video DMs to just like random new followers or like people I want to hit up um, or just, just some way to, to really connect with the people that are following me um, and, and have that one-on-one connection. And that's something that I don't, I don't bring on one of my VAs to do that for me all day. Um, I, I want to have a message that's like, Hey, Jordan, how's it going? Thank you so much for the follow. I really appreciate it. Um, let me know if there's any way I can add value to you. Have a wonderful day. Something super simple like that, but just starting a conversation. Um, so is there anything that comes to mind for you that has that personal, like Jordan Nazario touch to it that you don't choose to scale? I do. I like to do, okay. For me, like it's kind of the other way around. So I get a ton of DMS. Like sometimes yeah. like every, every 40 to 72 hours, I'll have like 50 to hundred unread requests. Once I get them filled out, I even have like my, my partner look at them for me because it's at that level. What I end up doing that's just easier is just honestly sending a video. Like just take a video or one video from your camera roll and just say, hey, listen, you know, uh, thank you so much for reaching out. But two things, right? Either you're interested in learning from me or you're interested to become my friend, whichever it is. I'm going to leave a link below. Schedule a call. You see what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So in that call, in the link that you drop below, you can have your questions, which is, you know, if you're learning from me, years or 15 minutes let's see what we can do maybe i can help you out if you want to be my friend here's five minutes you know what i mean so you can just get to know people and they'll always come back but for that i'll even doing lives um do a live live go live with other people literally say dm me if you're serious about doing this and the people who are serious will DM me. people who are lazy won't hmm. that's the truth that's the truth all right, Jordan, you've been yeah. dropping so much value on our listeners, man. Where can they go if they want to follow up with you, learn more about your story, and just connect with you? Um, they can definitely hit me up on uh, at Jordan Nazario, so J O R 
D-A-N-N-A-Z-A-R-I-O on Instagram. You guys can just shoot me a DM there. I promise I'll answer. <laughs> and ask me any questions you guys want and we can chop it up from there. Awesome. I'll be sure to link that up in the show notes as well for our listeners. Jordan, thank you again so much for your time, man. Do you have any last closing thoughts, words of wisdom, or anything you want to close out the show with here today? Honestly, the last thing I could tell you guys is just, just be in love. Be in love with yourself. Be in love with life. Be in love with what you have in front of you. Be more grateful for what you have than what you don't have, right? Like a lot of people are always thinking about like, oh, I got to prove I got to prove the haters um, wrong. Oh my God. Like my, my goal, like I'm going to make a million dollars so I can prove every single person who didn't believe me wrong. And I say, screw that. Prove your, prove your fans right. Right. Do that instead. Stop focusing on the bullshit people who don't give a fuck about you, who don't even care about you. Focus on the people who focus on the three people who are always behind you, cheering you on, focus on them and prove them right as to why you keep going, keep doing it the way you're doing it. Instead of the hundred people who don't care about you, because now you're wasting time. People who won't reciprocate any love or attention or energy back. But the three people who are always supporting you, prove them right and say, "I'm doing this because you guys believe in me. Look what I'm doing." Like you have a reason to believe in someone. Mm. So if anyone's gonna believe in anybody, why not you? That's the truth, Jordan. Thank you so much for your time, man. I really appreciate it, and I appreciate you choosing to spend it here on Young Smart Money. Awesome, bro. I appreciate you for having me. Thanks for listening to this episode of Young Smart Money. If you want to support the show, you can do so in three different ways. You can subscribe, you can leave me five, and you can share this episode with a friend. To subscribe, all you got to do is click the subscribe button on Apple Podcasts. To leave me five, all you got to do is scroll all the way down to the bottom of the podcast's page for Young Smart Money and click on the write a review button. And to share with a friend, all you got to do is screenshot yourself listening to this episode, post on your Instagram story, tag me, and I will be sure to repost it in my Instagram story as well. I love giving you guys some attention who are listening to the show. Thanks for listening and I'll see you in the next one.